First Thessalonians chapter five, verse twenty-three. And now may the God of peace Himself sanctify you completely, and may your whole spirit, soul, and body be preserved blameless at the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ. He who calls you is faithful, who also will do it. Father, we love you, we praise you, we glorify you, and we thank you. We thank you as always for your blessed, holy word and the anointing upon your word. We thank you for our ears to hear your word, our hearts to receive it, our minds to be open to the glorious light of your word. We believe you today as a group for utterance in the Holy Spirit to proclaim the truth of your word that makes people free, not only today in this service, but throughout the coming days, weeks, months, and years should Jesus tarry. Thank you, dear Father, that your word is true, that you're not a man to lie, nor the son of man to repent. What you said you'll do, what you spoke, you'll make good. We thank you, Father, again, that we need no man to teach us. We're taught by your Holy Spirit, who lives within each of us as Christians. We thank you for the blood of Jesus. We speak it, we apply it, we appropriate it, we plead it. We honor the blood, we highly esteem the precious blood of Jesus that still flows from Calvary. Thank you for the name of Jesus you've given us to use in power and authority throughout this world, to lay hands on the sick so that they'd recover, to speak with new tongues, cast out devils, take up serpents, drink any deadly thing and it won't harm us, to ask whatsoever we will and you'll give it us so that our joy can be full, to command and demand in the name that Jesus would do it. Thank you for the powerful, wonderful, blessed name of Jesus. Thank you. We honor you today as we study your word. We thank you, Father, that uh, we, we can believe you for revelation heart knowledge, and we do that today according to Mark eleven twenty four, for revelation heart knowledge of your word for each of us as we put it in our heart and, it, and the Holy Spirit brings it to our remembrance. We love you, we praise you, we glorify you, and we bless you in Jesus' name. Amen. Praise God. Well, we've been talking lately about being more spirit conscious. This will be part uh, three of that message, and I want to review uh, briefly part two. We saw in Galatians chapter 5, verses 16 through 26, that uh, when we walk in the spirit, we don't do the lust of, we're not subject to the lust of the flesh. We're not under the law, also. In verse 18, the Bible tells us we're not under the law, but we're, we're under, what are we under? We're under grace. The person who's led by the Spirit will do what's right freely, freely, and not by the compulsion of the law. Thus he's not under the law's bondage and condemnation. Praise God. We saw too in that opening that uh, we saw the works of the flesh there in verses 19 through 21. Uh, adultery, fornication, uncleanness, lewdness, idolatry, sorcery, hatred, contentions, jealousies, outbursts of wrath selfish ambitions, dissensions, heresies, envy, murders, drunkenness, revelries, 
and the like of which I tell you beforehand, just as I told you in time past, those who practice such things will not inherit the kingdom of God. So praise God, we don't practice those things as Christians. We saw the fruit of the Spirit also in uh, verses 22 and 23. But the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, long-suffering, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control. Against such there is no law. Now the fruit of the Spirit, we see here in most translations, that word Spirit is, is capitalized. But the Spirit of God doesn't bear the fruit. That's the fruit of the recreated human spirit. Now, you know, small wars have been fought over this, but it's scripturally sound. If you look at John chapter 15, we'll put it up on the board. John chapter 15 and verse 1. Jesus talking here, of course. And we think, you know, oftentimes we, we overlook this to see something else, but we're not going to overlook it because he says, I am the vine, the true vine. My father is the vine dresser. Verse 1. Every branch in me that does not bear fruit, he does what? Takes away. Every branch that bears fruit, he prunes, that it may bear more fruit. You're already clean. You're already pruned and purged because of the word that I've spoken to you. Abide in me and I in you as the branch cannot bear fruit of itself unless it abides in the vine. Neither can you unless you abide in me. I am the vine, you are the branches. What bears the fruit? The branches. The vine doesn't. He who abides in me and I in him bears much fruit. For without me you can do nothing. Without Jesus we can do nothing. And we have to get that straight in our heads when we're talking about being more spirit conscious. If anyone does not abide in me, he's cast out as a branch and is withered. And they gather them, throw them into the fire, and they're burned. If you abide in me, and my words abide in, in you, you'll ask what you desire, and it'll be done for you. By this my Father is glorified, that you bear much fruit, that you'll be my so you will be my disciples. He's talking about prayer fruit here, of course, because in verse 7 he talks about prayer. But we're the ones who bear the fruit, not the Spirit of God. But anyway, the, the fruit of the Spirit uh, in Galatians chapter 5 is, of course, polar opposite to all the works of the flesh. Love, joy, peace, long-suffering, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control. So, when we're walking in the Spirit and being more Spirit-conscious, we'll bear that fruit. We talked about, of course, being led by the Spirit, and we'll talk more about that today. We saw in Romans chapter 7, verses 15 through 25, Paul describes his own struggle, struggles, I guess, with flesh. And... It really, uh, when you look at that, and it goes over into Romans chapter 8. Of course, he didn't write this in chapter and verse. It goes over into Romans chapter 8. Uh, it, the despair gives way 
to declaration of victory. And, and all through chapter 8, verses 1 through 14, we see that. Like I said, we'll look more at that here in a little bit. We need to know, too, to listen to his voice. Jesus talked a lot about that in John chapter 10. Talking about the fact that he's the door of the sheep. His sheep hear his voice. Voice of a stranger they don't hear. You know, they didn't get it. He says in verse 7 there, Most assuredly, I say to you, I'm the door of the sheep. All who ever came before me are thieves and robbers. Sheep didn't hear them. I'm the door. If anyone enters by me, he'll be saved. We'll go in and out and find pasture. Our daily comings and goings. Listening to the leading, the Spirit of God. We hear his voice because we're his sheep. The thief doesn't come except to steal and to kill and destroy. I've come that they may have life and have it more abundantly. He said he's the good shepherd. Hebrews tells us he's the great shepherd. Hebrews 13. The good shepherd gives his life for the sheep. Praise God. And he says it again in verse 14. I'm the good shepherd. I know my sheep and am known by them. So praise God. We've got to know him. And we saw in verses 22 through 30. More on that. And in verse 28 he says, I give them eternal life, my sheep, and they never shall perish. Neither shall anyone snatch them out of my hand. Praise God forevermore. My Father who has given them to me is greater than all. Our Father is greater than all. And no one is able to snatch them out of my hand. I and my Father are one. So we have to learn to rely on, on that. The Spirit of the living God uh, to be led by the Great Shepherd. And we will be. So today we're going to move forward in this teaching. As I said, we often uh, look forward for spectacular things to happen and miss the supernatural. We need to be led by the Spirit of God, but we don't need to be led by spectacular things all the time. We need to develop our spirits so that we hear the voice of the Lord. Now, we just talked about that, and Jesus talked about it. I want to look at an Old Testament example here in 1 Kings chapter 19 and verse 11. Now here Elijah, you know, he, he's just coming off his defeat of the prophets of Baal in chapter 18. We'll not, we'll not go through all that. And of course the drought ends. And in verse chapter 19, he, uh, he gets scared by a woman and takes off and runs away from a woman after he defeated all the prophets of Baal. Now, that, I'm not saying anything against women, but uh, he, you know, why did he do that? Well, he got scared. He was human, like the rest of us. Uh, he, he went, hid in a cave, spent the night in that place, and the word of the Lord came to him, and he said to him, what are you doing there, Elijah? So he said, I've been very zealous for the Lord God of hosts. Children of Israel have forsaken your covenant, torn down your altars, Killed your prophets with a sword. I alone am left, and they seek to take my life. Now, verse 11. Then he said, he, meaning the Lord, he said, go out and stand on the mountain before the Lord. 
And behold, the Lord passed by, and a great and strong wind tore into the mountains and broke the rocks into pieces before the Lord. But the Lord was not in the wind. The Lord wasn't in the wind. Wasn't in the spectacular there, was he? Uh, and after the wind, an earthquake. The Lord wasn't in the earthquake. And after the earthquake, a fire. The Lord was not in the fire. And after the fire, a still, small voice. A delicate, whispering voice. And I guarantee you, you'll be led more by a still, small voice than you'll be led by earthquakes, fire, or wind, or anything else that perpetrates itself on the earth. Now that doesn't mean that we, you know, we don't believe in the spectacular. Yes, we do. Thank God for it. Thank God for every move of the Spirit. Thank God for every prophecy and prophet out there. But you should be led by the still small voice, the inward witness. We need the inward witness in our lives. Why? Because we carry that witness with us everywhere we go. The Spirit of the Lord lives within us. We can't wait for church services. We can't wait to... to Listen to the latest thing that, you know, uh, Prophet Smith said last night. I know these are important things to some people, and, and, and they should be. I heard one prophet say last week, he said, uh, people accuse me of being a false prophet if everything I say doesn't come to pass, and things are, people are saying things that aren't coming to pass. He says, that, that doesn't mean I'm a false prophet. It might mean that I'm a wrong prophet. I might have said something wrong. And we all make mistakes. That's why there's so many people who are hesitant to move in the gifts of the Spirit in a church service or anywhere because they're afraid of making a mistake. Don't be. Don't be afraid. We're all, the spirits of the prophets are subject to the prophets. That's what the Bible says. So we're, you know, we're human beings. We're, we are spirits. We have minds. We live in these physical bodies. Right now we're human beings. We will stay humans. We will not turn into angels when we go to heaven. I know every time uh, a young person dies young or, or even, even older people, God's got another angel in heaven. No, he doesn't. He created the angels like he created us. We aren't angels. We'll never be angels. You know, the angels excel us in strength right now. We'll judge angels, but we aren't angels. We need the inward witness. We have to develop our spirits to be led. Let's look back at Romans chapter 8 again. We have to be more spirit conscious. The Spirit of the Lord wants to get through to you. He's still listening and talking. We need to hear him. Romans chapter 8 and verse 12. Therefore, brethren, we're debtors not to the flesh, to live according to the flesh. Why? We live according to the flesh, we'll die. We'll die spiritually, we'll die physically. We are going to die physically if Jesus tarries. If the, but if by the Spirit you put to death the deeds of the body, you'll live. Praise God. For as many as are led by the Spirit of God, these are the sons of God. 
That's a generic term there, sons and daughters. For you did not receive the spirit of bondage again to fear, but you received the spirit of adoption by whom we cry out, Abba, Father. The Spirit himself bears witness with our spirit that we are children of God. Bears witness, the inward witness. Bears witness with our spirit. And if children, then heirs. Heirs of God and joint heirs with Christ. If indeed we suffer with him, that we also may be glorified together. And we've talked about that. Suffering, we're not going to suffer. We're not going to be nailed to a cross. We're not going to be whipped in Pilate's judgment hall uh, for our healing. We aren't suffering that way. You'll suffer ridicule and persecution sometimes by friends and family. But that's the only suffering you have to bear with him. He's taken the rest of the burden himself. That kind of coincides with what Jesus said in John chapter 17, verses 22 and 23. We know this is Jesus' great prayer chapter. The Lord's Prayer, we we could call it. It's not a sample prayer, it's Him praying. In verse 22, He said, In the glory which you gave me, I have given them. Given His disciples. Given the people that will be His disciples. He says it in verse 20, I don't pray for these alone, but also for those who believe me through their word. That they may all be one. That they all may be one. You, Father, are in me, and I in you, that you may also, that they also may be one in us, that the world may believe that you sent me. Verse 22, and the glory which you gave me, I have given them, that they may be one, just as we are one, I in them, and you in me, that they may be made perfect in one, and that the world may know that you have sent me, and have loved them as you have loved me. If we're heirs, of, of, G, of God we're joint heirs with Jesus he loves us as much as he loves Jesus praise God that's important if we're going to be led by the spirit of God and be more spirit conscious we have to know that he wants us to hear his voice it's not something he wants us to struggle we, we have to train our spirits to discern his voice you know you there It's not often we're going to hear an audible voice from the Lord. It may happen. It would be nice. It's happened to me a couple of times, but I can't say more than twice. Brother Egan used to talk about that. He said sometimes he'd be driving along with people in the car, and the Lord would say something to him, and he'll say, did you hear that? They said, no, we didn't hear anything. You know, and other times... But we can't look for an audible voice all the time. It's not often that we're going to hear it. It's, that's the more authoritative voice of the Holy Spirit. 99% of the time we'll be led by the inward witness and hear that in our spirits. Not in our heads, but in our spirits. The Bible says in 1 Corinthians chapter 14 and verse 10, there's many voices in the world. Many voices in the world. And don't we know it? None without significance. You know, this, this New King James translation is a little misleading on that. The King James says there's many voices. The New King James 
What does it say? There are many languages in the world. Well, we know that too, but there's many voices. None of them is without significance. The King James says signification or meaning. It means meaning. None of these voices are without meaning. So you're going to hear a lot of voices. That's why we have to learn to discern the leading in the voice of the Holy Spirit. Praise God. A lot of people, as I said, are listening to all kinds of voices. But a trained spirit won't listen to the wrong one. Brother Egan tells a story about uh, a man that brought his wife to him after a meeting and said, uh, my wife is hearing voices. What are you going to do about it? And uh, he said, well, well I'll, I'll meet you in the pastor's study after the service and we'll talk, you know, we'll, we'll talk to your wife. And he, he said, the Lord quickened to his spirit that they had been to uh, several other meetings, uh, other ministers, and, and tried to get her delivered from that. She had been a Sunday school teacher in a full gospel church, but she was here, started hearing these voices. And so they, they met in the pastor's study afterwards, and uh, the Lord quickened it to Brother Hagin that she wanted to hear these voices. So he said to her, you want to hear these voices, don't you? She says, yes, I want to hear them. Now, that's why we have to, in that example, that doesn't have to happen. We don't need to desire to hear audible voices. We need to desire to be led by the Spirit of God. If you hear an audible voice, don't think it's the devil. Don't think there's anything wrong with you. It could happen. And there may be other people around, and if they don't hear it, you know he's speaking to you. But, primarily, we'll be led by the inward witness. You know, he talked about uh, Elijah, the still small voice. That's what it is to us, a still small voice. A whispering in our spirits. You'll hear things in your head. You'll hear things from out here. You know, the devil can't get to your spirit. He wants to get to your mind. He wants to get to your body. If you haven't figured that one out already. But he cannot get to your spirit. He has no access to your spirit. That's why it's so important we pray in the spirit. Pray in other tongues. He, he can't understand that. He won't understand it. Only the spirit of God. So just to summarize in... in in summary, in closing, we have to, we, we, we can't look for the supernatural and, and or can't miss, can't look for the spectacular and miss the supernatural. We have to look for the supernatural in every area. Sometimes the small things are just as supernatural as, as the big things, the spectacular things, the wind, the fire, you know, the earthquake. Elijah had just done something spectacular, defeating the prophets of Baal. But he needed that still small voice to get him through what he was going through. He ran scared after he'd, he'd done one of the bravest things that you can imagine. We need the inward witness. We have to develop our spirits to be led. The Holy Spirit bears witness with our spirit that we're children of God. Praise God. 
and join heirs with Jesus. And he loves us as much as he loves Jesus. And we need to train our spirits to discern his voice. Not to look for an audible voice. If it happens, thank God for it. Train your spirit, though, to be led by the inward witness. Walk in the spirit. You won't fulfill the lusts of the flesh. We don't want to fulfill the lusts of the flesh. We're stuck with this flesh for a while, for a period of time. It's our earth suits, if you will. It's our houses upon this earth. But we are spirits. We have minds, wills, and emotions. And we live in these physical bodies. Father, we love you. We praise you. We glorify you. We bless you and we thank you. We thank you so much that you've provided the inward witness, the still small voice, and all the other things, the more authoritative voice of the Spirit, the prophetic witness, all the leading that you give us by the gifts of the Spirit. But we know we can't seek those things. We're not taught to seek those things by the, the uh, New Testament. We're taught to look for and act upon the inward witness, the still small voice. We're fruit-bearing branches in the vine, and we'll bear much fruit. Thank you. We'll not be cut off from the vine. Thank you that we abide in the vine. We abide in Jesus, and his words abide in us. And we ask what we will, and it will be done. And we'll bear much prayer fruit, and we'll bear much spiritual fruit. Thank you that as many as are led by the Spirit of God, they are the sons, the children of God. We praise you, and we thank you, and we bless you, and we honor you. Thank you for that privilege to be led by your Spirit. In Jesus' name, amen. Praise God. If you're out there and you say, well, I can't be led by the Spirit. I don't have the Spirit of God living within me. I've never been born again. The minute you're born again, the Spirit of God will take, refuge, or take up residence within you. Praise God. It just takes a simple prayer. The Bible tells us in Romans 10, 9 and 10 and Romans 10, 13 that if we confess with our mouths the Lord Jesus and believe in our hearts that God raised him from the dead, we will be saved. For with the heart man believes unto righteousness and with the mouth confession is made unto salvation. So it's, it takes some speaking to do this. Romans 10, 13 says, All those who call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. So let's call upon him today. If you're not born again, pray this simple prayer with us. Jesus said in John 6, 37, If they come to me, I won't cast them out. I won't turn them away. So pray this prayer with us. Father, I come to you in the name of Jesus, just as I am. You said in your word, if I come, you won't cast me out. I repent of all my past sins. And I come to you believing that you raised Jesus from the dead. And I confess that with my mouth. Speak it with my mouth. So I'm saved. Born again. Born from above. Thank you, Father, 
I'm now your child. Jesus, come into my life as my Savior, and I make you the Lord of my life. I praise you today for salvation, for healing and deliverance. Thank you. Thank you for saving me. Thank you for delivering me from the power of darkness. Thank you for loving me. Fill me with your Holy Spirit to overflowing. And I will speak with other tongues as the Spirit gives me utterance. A brand new prayer language. Unbeknownst to the devil. Thank you for filling me. In Jesus' name. Amen. Well, if you prayed that prayer for the first time, either prayer, get to a good church, a word-believing, word-teaching, word-living, word-doing church. Ones who are teaching the full gospel, the unadulterated word of truth. Sit under good teaching, people that are teaching the full gospel. If you get online or broadcast TV or anywhere, YouTube, Roku, anywhere that they're preaching, listen to people who are teaching the full gospel. And get into a good devotional on a daily basis. Keep the word before your eyes. It's life to those who find it. Health and medicine to all their flesh. Thanks for joining us today. Praise God.